0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone on things FPL related. It is the 9th of September, folks, 9-9, and that's a date you're going to want to mark in your calendars. Because down the line when your kids are asking you, why and, and how did you become so good at FPL? You're gonna to wanna to tell him about the time you listened to the first edition of the FPL High School. That's right, a new content coming out of the FPL Hangover where we're gonna be chatting with FPL managers from around the world, seeing what makes them tick and what a first guest we have lined up for this evening. But before I can get to that, allow me to introduce a man who Unknowingly has put his place on the podcast up for grabs this evening. My current podcast partner in crime, Seamus, how are you getting on, my friend? Um, yeah, I'm a bit worried.
1: Uh, the emphasis on the current partner in crime. Very current. Didn't realise we're this is a potential audition for uh, what I thought was just a guest, but uh, we could be interviewing. This could, be a, this could actually be a job interview. From the sound pretty
0: much, pretty much. I mean, I mean, every time you step behind that microphone you put your job on the line anyway but i think tonight you're gonna have to be on your a-game because we have a very special guest it's the first guest we've ever had on a on a a pod on a podcast are you excited Thomas?
1: yeah no better man to have on it as well i won't step on any you know introductions i'll I think you're going to introduce him here in a moment, but yeah, great man for this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, if you're finished with the jibber jabbing, we might as well get down to it. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages, the FBL Hangover podcast proudly presents to you the 1819 number one in Ireland and 27 in the entire goddamn world at FBL Uncorked. Keen, welcome to the podcast, brother. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> I said, are you ready? <laughs> you got my reference this week, so.
2: Yes, I did. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. How are you getting on, man? I'm very well, lads. Thanks for having me first of all. Um, huge fan of your podcast,
2: so like to be in this position as the first ever guest on the FPL uh, High School is absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah. What do you think of the name, the FPL High School?
2: Look, it's a great reference to the, the one time I met you. Uh, Mr. Danny Inks gave us a complete uh, uh, moment that the Sheamus McCarthy made, something about us that uh, a lot of people uh, listen to the podcast don't know. What a moment when Danny Inks for his ball that one time we missed uh, at, at the Golden up. Uh, that ball was absolutely fantastic, Sheamus, and it'll go down absolutely in me. So uh, stools don't get much higher. <laughs> Don't, <that was> actually, <laughs> you the pastor. It was actually you raised the something
0: I had. Sorry, I'm chatting over you, Keen. But it's actually something that uh, I didn't even put together until you're talking right now. I, I didn't even re- reference re- reckon that the high school like that was going to come into It makes it even better. It's an old metal pub from Limerick. That, uh, that Seamus used to frequent and uh, you know with the whole drinking themed show that we got going on that's that's where that came from but you just made this 10 times better
2: okay well you're welcome lads you, you can use that <laughs> one uh, depend, depends on the post
0: <laughs> you can have that one for free <laughs> FPL wise how's all things looking on your end are you uh, you looking forward to the start of the new season you
2: look, I look forward to the start of every season in FPL um like you know, it's for people like us. It's absolutely fantastic. Like you know, we all um. We spend it's Christmas so time, long. basically. Yes. <laughs> all Christmas come up once, like like usually August or July, and you know, we're talking September this year, like because everything that's gone on. But you know, you always think like this is the like win FPL. Like you can't win FPL after game week five. You know, usually like you're really going to be struggling <laughs> and you know, even if you're. 200k, you can't win FPL from 200k, in my opinion, from gaming 5. But a gaming 0, like FPL, can be won. So, like, this at the moment, lads. Like, if you're not hyped for FPL now, like, when are you going to be hyped for it? Yeah,
0: that's nail on the head there. Um, I'm pretty fucking excited, Seamus. Are you excited yet? You seem to be in a bit of a malaise right now.
1: I was way more excited um, at the end of last season, because I finished strong I had A bad season, especially at the start. Kind of recovered got better, rallied, and had a good uh, uh, post-lockdown or post-restart kind of finish. So I was kind of coming into it on a couple of green arrows. Not a bad overall rank to finish off with. I think I finished 70k. And then I was like, yeah, I want to get straight back into it. And like I was saying there, it's kind of Christmas time. You can choose who you want, pick your presents. But now I think FPL were very smart this year. FPL Towers, by pricing everyone so low, just... Kind of one now. Everyone's like, "How do I get as many of these guys into my team as possible?" And I think all the cheapy guys are kind of junk. And with the lack of a preseason to kind of judge players' form on, and uh, like the transfer window being still open and actually quite active, and players still moving, like I can see. You know, I could have Ruben Vinagre in my team, and then he could be sold to Porto from the sound of it, based on rumours before you know by game week two, by game week three, and uh, then you got to. Factor all these things in, so I'm my head is like starting to like bulge at the moment and may explode by by time to kick off on 12:30 uh, on. Well, actually, the deadline would be 11:30 on on Saturday morning. So, yeah, it's it's not as fun as it was two weeks ago. Now it's a bit mind melty.
0: What about you? Are you agreeing with him there? Is he talking shit again?
1: No, I I see where he's come from. Like, is in
2: as the deadline comes closer, like you get more stressed than. I suppose when we didn't even have fixtures we were like oh this is the perfect team like set said forget you're going to win the FPL there's no bother that way but then you find out when the fixtures come oh you don't have Man City you don't have Man United you don't have Burnley or you don't have Villa but like we're not going to worry about that um, and and you're there and you're like oh do I worry about my team for two weeks do it four weeks 16 weeks like just luck one yeah. on the head when do, when do I wild cards yeah and here we are with, I don't know, three or four days before deadline. And there's so much still that could happen. And e- even up until the game 4 is when the transfer window closes. Like, so much more can happen. What? Like, it's such a.
0: What are you, Um, like, you're talking about, uh, you know, there is a lot can happen, but you mentioned the wild cards there. How are your views? I'm probably going off tangent here because we had a whole fucking setup planned, but I do want to know, like, there's a lot of people talking about well and early. You listen to, like, Renegades. It's like, oh, get in there. You know, you're going to wild card early. And before, like, this season really kind of came to pass, or the beginning of the season came to pass, I was, like, the same. I was like, yeah, maybe that's a mistake. Maybe it's my mistake. I try to hold on to too quickly, and I should be just looking at three to four game weeks. But with the whole COVID situation, and you got lads going out picking up prostitutes in hotel willy-nilly, uh, like, are you thinking... Speak for yourself. <laughs> 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 Are you thinking we need to hold on to the wild card as long as possible, or are you just are you approaching this with a, a really kind of small game week scope in mind? Well, like the
2: way I'm seeing it now is that um, we have 16 game that we can use it, right? right? And ideally, you like if you can get away without using the wild card, that's fucking amazing. Like, but it's it's not actually necessarily, necessarily going to happen. Like, in the season that I did well, I wildcarded in Gaming 5. I would like to use it a little bit later that this year, if at all possible. I used it in Gaming 8 last year. I didn't do as well in Gaming 8's card as I did the year previous. So, like, it is a lot bit, but up in the air, I, I think you need to, like, see how your own team goes and play your own game. What a detail. What a <sighs> detail. It's my...
0: <laughs> it's my favorite cliche of them all. And uh, what about you, Seamus? Are you like wildcard card and early in your brain now, or are you the same as Keen? Because I'm exactly with Keen there. I think if you can hold on to it as long as you can, all credit to you. That's a good fucking thing to happen. But like, there is the, something to be said for that kind of really limited first game, uh, first batch of game week approach, and then you power into, you know, a whole bunch more data that we don't have right now
1: yeah my first wild card always feels like my get out of jail free card it's all you know it's the the wild card that can you know rescue a bad start i see it like that so um some people like to use it more aggressively and kind of go yeah i'm going to set up my team for two three weeks and then wild cards around the international break or something like that and then um set their team up but you know if your team's doing really well you've got all the players you kind of want and you're like do i really need to wildcard just to get in all these fringe 4.5 players and stuff like that is there a big fixture swing around then there's a few but if your player's doing well you don't need to do it so i like last year my wildcard in game week nine after terrible nine or eight terrible game weeks really turned my season around within three or four weeks um and gave me something to build on and that 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 saved me the year, like the year before, I didn't use my uh, wild card until like game, the like last minute. just but like in late, like the second last or last game week before it passed in December, um, because I was in you know the top fifteen, twenty k like the entire you know first half of the season, and I was like, yeah, I don't really need to use it. I might just I kind of use it, and then that allows me to play my second wild card later in the season. So if you can get away with it, it's worth saving, but trying to find the perfect spot. I don't know if we'll need to this year. You'll only need it'll only come in handy if like whole batches of games are called off. Whereas I think what's more likely is you're going to just have players missing because of COVID test results at various stages. Like, you know, I think Riad Maris is one of these players who and the port have got tested positive for COVID. So they're going to be out for a you know, they're not going to play game week one anyway. They might miss game week two. So you might miss like he might have players like that, so I think it just means he's better off having a larger bench. But I don't think you need to save your wildcard so much for the
0: COVID risk. COVID bench, as so, it's been lovingly named amongst the yeah the FPL universe. Uh, Keen, I suppose we've been we've been jabbing on about uh, this whole thing a bit long, uh-huh. like the current state of affairs. Whereas the real reason you're here is because of your claim to fame, that smashing season. You had there two years ago, and before we get into it, like I just wanted to know basically what your favorite aspects of the gamer. You know, like what is it that like you, you like about FPL that brings you back every year?
2: Like in a way, I've actually been playing in my own little circles. I've been playing variants of fancy football as good as all my life. So I started kicking the ball, which I you know, was six or seven, and. I remember we used to play a game of bangers, you know, I don't know, was that what you call it, Roman Limerick? Um, it was a different so thing you... in
0: Limerick, a completely different thing in Limerick. This is a family-friendly <laughs> show as well, Keen. so keep That's it PG. That's um,
2: You know, you just kick the ball off the ball only one touch, if you miss it, you're up so like, that. Yeah. right Um. We used to play a game of that, and it used to be a case of like, if you won the first round, you won the Carabao Cup, you win a million, and if you win the second round, you win the FA Cup, you win five million. And he was still bank out way, And then he was all pick around like fantasy squads. And we used boy players off each other. And that's what I was doing at the age of eight. And, you know, Gambling was, behind the played. parish church, was it? That was it. Yeah, exactly. Resurrection. Good church. Good place for us. <laughs> uh, but like, I didn't realize last year that like, I was doing fantasy football since the age of seven or eight. Like I thought I like, was young when I got into playing was, like, the official left-field game, like I was 12 or 14. Um, of course, uh, so I played in the official game 12 until I was probably 19. And I was no, 12 until like like that. I was 22, that. And I was out the game for four years. And I came back and just looked, everything just kind of went my way.
0: Well, that's kind of uh, what I was going to bring up later on, but you're, you're touching on it there. i look looking through your your game week history, you can see that the year before you smashed it, you actually didn't play at all. What was that all about?
2: Well I had played for three full seasons. Yeah. And then you look at my I got a rank of like five point nine million. Um I must have been the only man in the entire world who um was listening to the Scout without an SBL team. What? So I was listening to the scoutcast from, you know, probably sometime in April onwards. So I'd like six weeks of scoutcast on on my belt, with no FPL team. Why you did? I was, I was,
0: what made you go I, back there?
2: I was getting, Why? You know, I was getting Yeah. Like, uh, I left the game because, like, uh, I used to love when I was in school, and you know, earlier the college and this and that. But I was never um. My access to the internet went great. Like I might. And over in IT class, like, five minutes at the end, I log on to my team. I was at a friend's house and log on to their... The 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 yeah.
0: Like, like, like. yeah, you were talking about your internet not being great. I think that's coming true here. Are you living down in <laughs> the middle of fucking nowhere, Keen? is it? I'm in the mean streets of Mallow. Oh, yeah, Mallow, sure. Like... You're in, in purgatory, so you're not between anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're... You kind of faded out uh there as you were talking about your your poor internet connection. So that was kind of appropriate, I guess. Yeah. Pretty
0: pretty apt um, timing. It is
1: all is that, please. Um this is all, all live unedited, is it? Just, like, this is yeah. going
0: out live. This is going out live. So I mean, yeah, you so basically that's where your love affair with FPL started. Uh yeah. I mean, like looking at it from the current day perspective, you've it's obviously come a long way from kicking football behind the church and, and trading players with your mates, you've got this whole Twitter fucking community going on, you've got all these different sites, like, these days where do you actually go for your source of FPL information, like what's you mentioned the ScoutCast, so I'm assuming Fancy Football Scout is top of your list really
2: Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm uh, Scout being my main source of information really um, like, they've got some great articles and, uh, in 2018-19, I was reading them um religiously. like and some of the stats there that I would have picked up like I didn't read last season and you can see the difference in my rank took on down dramatically this season I've actually joined Scouts as a as a member. Okay. And so I'm hoping that my my record might uh you know correlate really? close to the twenty eight 19. So it
0: took it took a dodgy year for you to a year that is still pretty decent, one hundred and thirty-one thousand. But it took a dodgy year for you to actually splash out on a bit of a bit of membership. Is that okay?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't uh, subscribe to like <laughs> basically anything. So like to like subscribe to Scout is kind of a big deal. Like you know. Yeah. Not?
0: No, I get you. I get you. All right. Well, uh, Seamus, you've you've been. Uh, going on about that 2018-19 season since Mm. i don't know since you fucking met Keen, uh you you've got a couple of questions lined up for him there
1: yeah yeah so that was it was that season that we first started interacting back and forth uh with yourself Keen. um just talking you dropping questions to the podcast and we got chatting and then it ended up last year Meeting up with you and like an FPL meetup down in Cork, which was which was great crack, and uh, yeah, really you know got along well with you. But what uh, what drove me to uh, kind of you know to get you on here really was that amazing season. Twenty seventh in the world, I can honestly say I don't know anyone who's finished higher than you. Like I, I don't really know Magnus Carlsen or you know <laughs> these guys that won it. So uh, yeah, you're probably the the highest rank of and. Yeah, my, my claim to fame before that was I had a top 400 finish. And I thought, you know, yeah, I'm not going to meet anyone now who's going to have a better finish than that. But yeah, you've uh, you certainly shut me up and put me in my place uh, last uh, last season. Well, two seasons ago, whatever we're calling it. So I was very interested to know, like, um, you know, what was it like near the end when you knew you were in within it with the chance of actually winning the game at the end of the season? Maybe, I, like, may, I don't know how close you were to number one, do you know? Oh, yeah, I was no <laughs> nerd.
2: Um, no, no, not honestly. I think the fellow that won it last that year, <laughs> like, won it by, like, the greatest margin in, in the history of FPL. So, like, he won about, like, 50, 60, 70, 80 points, Jesus. something ridiculous. Like, he
0: oh, well. was,
2: like, unbelievable. Um, but, like, yeah, the almanac. I do know, like, you know, coming, like, Game 830, for example, and, you know, it was coming into the chip season that year. And I was, like, ranked, I don't know, probably 400 or something like that. And I was like, probably top 30 in Ireland. But, like, I was able to check the people in Ireland ahead of me. And, like, you know, I did a, a random sample. And basically, I had chips in hand over everybody. And I was confident. That, like, right, I'll, I'll catch them. Catch that fella. Catch all, Catch all them. And I was like, yeah, I'll, make, I'll get top 10 in ice. Confident in top nice. 10. Do you know? And w- once I was in top 10, I looked at it again. And yeah, I was feeling this. And I nervous like, I I felt like I we was second. And with like three games to go, I was first. With was, three
0: like, game weeks to what? go you were first?
2: I think so, yeah. No, we dropped down to second again. And I finally took back first in game week thirty eight. It's probably the most apartment really, isn't it? It is, yeah. It, yeah, who cares about the rest? Yeah. yeah. I know? And I, I, uh, I used to work with, with a fella, and at one stage in his FPL uh, history, Christmas time, he was Irish number one, and as well, the Irish number three in 2018, 19 walks 100 meters away from me. And I've never met him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so there's good pedigree down in Cork. FBL yeah. pedigree, yeah. There's something
2: oh, in
1: that play. square clamp, Cork. That's uh, a <laughs> so, does that mean does that mean when it was coming into game week thirty eight, you know, when the games were all about to kick off and they all kick off at the same time, that there was no nerves, you were you were calm about the thing or were you an emotional wreck? Um and I
2: was emotional wreck. Like I'm a Liverpool <laughs> fan. So I've never experienced until this season Liverpool win the uh, a league title. Uh, like I've seen I'd seen one European Cup that stage, two weeks after all this happened, Liverpool won our the second european cup of my life but um yeah i remember i i watched the first half kind of by myself in one pub and uh like liverpool were going to be like champions so like that was like real football i think probably needs to come before fpl percent yeah um but like i think sadio mané scored in the first half and so like that was huge for me because uh, he was my captain, another fellow said, Raheem Starling, uh, the, the the then Irish number one. And uh, what happened then was uh, I met my mates in another pub, and they were like, "Keen, how are we getting on? And I, I looked at my um, live rank on one stage, and live rank for the first time all season glitched. Told me I was world number eight. I knew for a fact I wasn't world number eight. But Blick, our uh, live rank, told me it was. And I was. And Les was like, No, Keen, it's never been wrong. It's right. Like, I'd, I'd done all the maths. Like, I knew I couldn't win it number it. it was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> and I was paced up and down the pub now. And
1: Phil was like, What's wrong with you? How much money have you on this? Like, nothing. <laughs> I, like, we didn't win a whole penny for the season. I was in Did, You didn't have a cash league that you you not around to know? I wasn't
2: even. Like, in my work league, I was told I couldn't win it. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't put money in it. I I'd never beat John because John at one time was world number one in Ireland. Or, or number one in Ireland. So I couldn't yeah. beat John. I wasn't gonna waste my money losing to John like, And uh so yeah uh sadly scored scored second and starting like, he got a goal or something. But based then my captain points couldn't go very and I
1: like like uh I number one by about ten points. Well, yeah. I think we can we can all agree anyway that's something that we'd all like it's very hard to get number one in the world anyway but if you could get number one in your country I think that's uh, something we would all like be, be like I, I can't even say more than happy with what comes after more than happy <laughs> ecstatic about Yeah. Be- so fair play um, no, do you- um, in
2: what do I say like when I finally got the result I was looking for right um like I was ecstatic for half an hour when like the adrenaline rush and then like no like adrenaline is like a, a a flight or flight drug a freeze. so after the the flight or oh, the flight hit me big time like, like everything I hoped for all that season finally hit me. right and I was absolutely miserable one really of the, one of the lowest points like I can ever Experience yeah. No, like I've been lucky with my mental health so compared to lots of other fellas. Oh, I was absolutely miserable that day. What I went home because I, I couldn't see out, I had to go home. I went into the shower because I was I, I, I'd work early that morning. I I had the shower then and I balled my eyes out. That's crazy.
1: Balled
0: my
2: eyes. I uh, was you,
1: you told me that story before I cried yeah. in the shower. Now, I, I thought that was I thought those were tears of happiness or just. No. The stress or the pressure lifting off you but i didn't realize so it actually really affected you that way that you felt that low about it uh, can, uh, yeah do you, do you understand with hindsight now why well, that might have been the case yeah, well like at, at
2: at the time i suppose i was thinking like right where can i go from here like i've been number one in my country like like what are the chances of, like being number one in europe or number one in the world like you know everything I could realistically <laughs> achieve I'd achieve I could only go downhill
1: so did yeah. you think this was the end of your FPL career um like the way my season went to signs last year I was thinking yeah I might as well should have left it like you know uh
2: yeah i you really yeah. phrase hell leave. but um,
0: Ooh. we got another Stone Cold reference <laughs> <laughs> While you're talking That's, there, Kean, that actually sorry, Seamus, yeah. I know you're you're in, in the zone here. But that brings yeah. us now that you've really kind of you've been pretty kind to, you know, demonstrate how vulnerable you felt after Winning or you know winning the con winning the fucking league in Ireland coming twenty seven in the world, and that brings me to Renegades questions. Now we have a couple of questions we get to, but I think this is particularly yeah. apt. And he asks, what is the FPL motivation now that you've already obtained a once in a lifetime rank? What's your target OR at the start of each season since that tw- since that twenty seventh overall? I think uh, he's really trying to twist a knife in you there, saying that basically you've peaked. And uh yeah, how does that make you feel? Um but you knew you do know that Drew is an elite FBL player. Oh I player. know, he says it every year. No. <laughs>
2: every year. Every he week. does it at the same time right.
0: that he he shows that video from him scoring at Phillip Park.
2: Scoring at Philly Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He scored at Villy Park one time. You're he not even that in that group chats with so him I don't <laughs> fucking need to be. Um Yeah, like see, I suppose in a way I'm lucky that I try and set, like, attainable goals. And, like, I suppose I went into the uh 80, 19, aiming for, I think it was top 1%, which would have been at the time, like, 68K. And I was in the top K. Uh, the, my lowest rank of that year was Game Week 1 when I was 80K. Oh, and my second lowest rank that year when was Game Week 4 when I was 55K. <laughs> so, like... Do you know, so I was very fortunate there, like I was like, "Oh, this game is easy yeah. Do you know it, it was it was almost like not beginner's because I played many seasons before, but um restart does luck or something I had and uh but like I was in the top ten k for a long time that season, and I was get like my aim was like I can reset it. oh top top twenty k 20K, top twenty k then it was top ten k eventually I was like right top five k." top 1k <laughs> but like yeah like it was all those goals that i like couldn't fail yeah uh, so like last year i was like look, okay I, I was world number 27 i set my goal to world 50k what if like i see so many fellas saying that the goal is top 10k like i think that's ridiculous like you're gonna set yourself a failure like
0: well my goal is number like, one every fucking season No. no why not? not
2: you're setting yourself up for failure I've... Because like how many people can get world number one every year?
0: You're also setting yourself on the... at least two. Yeah, <laughs> at least two. <laughs> we know from this season, it's definitely two anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. No, no, that's that's an interesting approach, though. So, like, you you will still reassess your targets even after that amazing season. You were still saying the following year, top fifty k is my goal. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. look, I was solidified in the top fifty k,
2: and I said twenty k. <laughs> and like if I was to say 50k now I probably would have had to have
1: been five K to say that. Yeah. And if you would have been fifty K by Christmas, would you have still said, No, I can kick on from here, or would the the goal have been to just maintain that rank, do you think? I would have said at 50k because like
2: there's no point in putting more stress in this game than than there needs to be, right? And I'm one of the fellas and I do come out of the game stressed. So like mm-hmm. imagine if I set myself goal if I don't get top ten k this year like what's the what's the point? So like I got one hundred thirty one thanks for reminding me, Jar. this year. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> I think I k
1: that's Oh, sorry. yeah, sorry. Um, just considering you were you were twenty seven earlier and that was actually just twenty seven. Just, just twenty seven, <laughs>
2: yeah. Bit of a change, like right um, Yeah, like. 50k, one k like, it, there isn't really that much of a difference in, in terms of points. There's probably 10 points, like. No, there's not, there's not a whole lot. There's more yeah. than 10, like, but there's, there's yeah. not that yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's nothing outrageous, like, uh, but if I'd said I needed to get top 10k and I was 120k places away and I was 70 points away, like, do you know, I, I don't think that would have been healthy for me. Like, and Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same as like managers. Like, does this affect you week-to-week? Week? Like
0: Mental health-wise?
2: Yeah. Like, do you feel dope? you get the right hour? Do you feel I, I, up? <laughs>
0: I mean, I do. I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, and I would be lying if I said it didn't affect my mental health. But I'm lucky in the sense that it's really concentrated bursts. So I'll be like an absolute cunt for about an hour. And then I'll just remember that it's, you know, a, a game where you, as as Joe and Fantasy Football Sky says, you know, you're just moving colored fucking jerseys around a, a pitch. You know, it's not – it's not – but, I mean, that's just me probably being used to, you know – Whatever fucking reframing some bullshit in my life that uh, I'm going to throw into FPL, but there is managers I know. Sheamus like, and I'm I'm going to speak on his behalf here. I'm just going to mute his microphone so you can't change what I said <laughs> But uh, I'm going to, like I know Sheamus gets very ratty. Like he'll be pissy for days. You're looking nice. lies <laughs>
1: I am so <laughs> chilled about this
0: whole FPI game. You wouldn't even I'd have to bring him on before we record an episode. If it's gone <laughs> arseways, I'll we'll will will we'll hit, you know, the the video caller he'll drop over, whatever way it was. And I'll have to promise him, him for at least an hour to get him back into that smiley face that you see in front of you. And uh yeah, no, I completely get it. There's there's people there, you see them, they're dropping off of Twitter or they're, you know, they're just staying away from it because it can be overwhelming, especially, like, these massive highs and shitty-ass lows that the vast majority of FPM managers have.
2: Yeah, like, can I just say, like, I had a 30K finish. The following year, I probably 120K finish, which is better than what I had this year. And uh, I left the game for four years after, like, do you know I I couldn't. I knew I couldn't dedicate the time that following season to get a decent rank. And I said, "Look, if I'm not going to do well, I'm not going to give myself the
1: the misery that comes with it." Like, because I wasn't going to get the the well, That was it. that was going to be one of my questions. Why did you take um, not just I had a year out. I'm only noticing now. It was actually a yeah, three years out and don't, like another almost the fourth year out. I, I so is that the reason 38? why? I played literally gaming me yet. Yeah, and I got it
2: in that week. I got like a hundred k rank, top hundred k rank. No, obviously, it's essentially a free hit. It's, it's,
0: it's not it's 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 bullshit. Key is what that is right
2: there. <laughs> yeah, I I was one of those Saudi Arabian guys like that went for like
1: I'm going to be the one. That was and your Saudi Arabian face, was it? That? that was my that was my Saudi Arabian face, yeah.
0: Feel like you're, you're
1: um, so, but is that the reason why you just you had a a, a bad follow up to a pretty good year the year before and you knew you couldn't dedicate the time to it? So it was well, like, right, I'm out. I, I hadn't dedicated the time the year previous when I got the what was it, 200k or something? It was. I have your actually have yours up here now. You would have come uh, 267k, yeah, yeah. I hadn't taken much time to
2: it that year and I, I didn't enjoy it, so I was like, I'm not going to take the misery that comes. With area, you were you it for another year. You were
0: itching by game week thirty eight.
2: Oh, I was itching. Sure. Didn't I tell you I was the only man that did chip strategy with our team?
0: Yeah, just mm-hmm. if I was playing <laughs> it, this is what I would do. Yeah.
1: You had um you had shown before that um that season you said you couldn't commit the time to it, that you'd had three top hundred K finishes in the four seasons before that. So you obviously knew what you were doing there and then, but had hadn't had the success that uh, came along in eighteen nineteen at before then, you know, no. I think that was your first time finishing in the top thirty uh, k, and yeah. what a way to do it! Yeah, Um, <laughs> I think I went in
2: and like I suppose I I know fear and I know like prior knowledge of a lot of the players, like you know when like oh such and such uh, was great last year at six million, but he's now nine million. Like so, like right. he's not the same player now when he's nine million. You like. Every season, you need to come in with a completely fresh set of eyes. Okay. Um, so that's on... that,
1: that That leads me to a couple of questions I want to ask. Cause it's great having you on the show, but I want to I want to extract some knowledge from this. I want to know how you did it so I can do it. Because <laughs> I can't remember what I did that year I finished Top 400. <laughs> it was too long ago and I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, this is pressure in your mind. No, you said,
2: like, I found this notebook today of like, you know, I tried writing back my whole season. Of like how i got on you know every year and in retrospect um of 1819 and look i got probably 15 of the gaming written out because i went into too much detail yeah and well the game actually restarted very soon and that was that but look i read it again today just before i came on g and like so much of it came back it makes loads of sense why i did well and i need to like Use that going forward. What
0: awesome. what stands out as something that you might have forgotten from that year?
2: Like that year, I, I, there was no fear. Like Salah would got was a thirty four goals or something the previously, and like Salah was essential, and Andy Robertson was essential. Instead, I have those two lads. I had Trent for five million, and I had Sadio Mane for nine point five. So I was after saving four million dollars, like and I redistributed those funds and I wasn't afraid to like jump on and off. Theirs. So what you're
0: saying is that like I assume you're using the word essential there sarcastically in the sense that there is no such thing. There is
2: no such thing. I agree with no. you
0: hundred percent. And I I don't know if you listened to the last episode, Keen, but that's something that I feel I've learned since last year really and it's something I always believed in of course there's essential players there has to be there's players that are just it's idiotic to not have them and just after the season I suppose I was a bit pissy it's my lowest rank in a long time and I was looking around the place and yeah I I said like I saw people that didn't have Trent all year or didn't have KDB and I was just kind of going man like these are players that I thought you'd be an idiot not to have and you've smashed my rank you know
2: yeah um, like, looking back to the noise that I had there, like, I remember fellas coming up to me that summer and they were like, what? like, I saw, like, how well you did. Like, you had Robertson all season, didn't you? I got rid of Robertson in the game before. I didn't have him for the rest of the year.
0: Why would they say that?
2: Because that season, Robertson was top scoring defender, like, in history. Yeah. So they just
1: assumed that you must have had him all year to do that well. Yeah,
2: there was no way I could have done well without having the best scoring defender in history.
0: It's fair. It's a fair statement. I mean, they're wrong, but it's a fair statement. Yeah,
1: Yeah. but like after game four, I got rid of one wild card and never got it back in. Like, and do you think you changed your approach last year any bit, or is there less? You know, the lessons from that you learned that season, did you forget them last year? What, What way did things change that last year? You uh, didn't do as well. Ch- changed my uh, strategy a bit. I like after reading the north side right
2: today, I changed my strategy completely. Like, um, I played with a fear. I played like with this, um, you know, looking at or oh, effective ownership of Vardy this week is probably going to be one hundred and thirty percent. You have to captain Vardy. You have to own Vardy. Whereas the season before, like. I didn't worry about those things. Like I wanted a player who'd score the most points and I'd captain that player.
0: Simple as that. Simple as that.
1: So yeah. trying to like not follow the herd mentality. So do you think that actually being on something like Twitter where you see what the herd is doing a bit, a whole lot more, you would I often find that you know, that's kinda of helpful. You kind of know if all these top managers are thinking the same thing that you're kind of thinking of, then that must be the right decision. But do you think that's actually detrimental to, you know, your decision making? Like, I think I found it, like, helpful when I was in a
2: strong position. But to get to the strong position, I needed to, like, have that fearlessness. And, right. And um, I showed the fearless, fearlessness early doors. And I said, like, I would have Robertson in gaming four. I got in, I had no Liverpool defender until gaming nine when I got in Trent. And I've written down my notes... You fucked up. You shouldn't have got Trent this week. He got in he got injured in international duty.
0: Why did you
1: why <laughs> like, did you get him that week?
2: I got him in like I thought he was going to do quite well. And he did. But like like four weeks after I held him, I was like, bad call, bad call, bad call. But it was great in the end that I held him. Yeah. Because yeah. he scored Robinson for the rest of the season for less money. And this is another point that I noticed there's a Trent, like fellas were saying, Oh, he's not nailed Robertson is nailed. But like if a player like I was confident in taking Trent's points plus the auto sub's points and I said that they would have scored Robertson on his own. Yeah. Even if my auto sub was two points here and there, like. And I was proved right with that. There's no way last season I would have played with that mentality. Mm-hmm. I lost that fearlessness.
1: Yeah. And uh is like one of my questions I had here was if you could change any one thing differently about last season with the benefit of hindsight, what would it be? Would it be one of those lessons or would it be something else, do you think? Um like I think last year as well, I
2: didn't like predict the future. I didn't try and predict the future. I was kinda <laughs> basing my um my team selection, kind of a, like a, a chasing points scenario. Whereas the season before, like, I saw that Matt Darty scored an own goal in Gaming 2 and he lost value. I was like, what oh, is the brilliant? Like, his ownership's gone down, his price has gone down. Bought up for 4.4 because he was getting low of the chances of shots in the box. He got uh, three double digit hauls in the next four weeks. Smashed it. So, like, I actually yeah. smashed it. Already smashed this, and he helped me to smash it. You know, <laughs> and so. Whereas last year, I remember saying to my uncle, "Get in Pookie, like Pookie, well to speak." He got in Pookie. He captain Pookie. Pookie got a hat trick. He
0: captain Pookie in what game? two or three years something? Like that. Game two or
2: three, yeah. I didn't have Pookie all season like that, and I remember as well. I looked at the jaws uh, was imminent table, and I, I was dying to get in a thonia. I was like, he's playing Norris. It was he scored four goals? Yeah, yeah.
1: I sure got him, have, him in that week.
2: I had the balls, bring him in. Whereas Where? the week previously, I took in. I got in Aaron Connolly for a hit against Norris. So why wouldn't I take in Antonio for a hit? You well, I was, just made hmm. so stupid decisions, like, um, like <laughs> yeah, Connolly had the Irish factor, you know. Yeah, and I like I want to see him do well. And I, if I was at a stage there where I was just trying to make the game more fun for myself. Whereas, yeah. like I suppose if, I'm, if I am to be honest to myself, the way I find game fun is just scoring the last points,
1: and like Antonio <laughs> was the way to go. One down, and keep it simple, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that awesome. what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have one more question there for you, Keen, in relation to your your successful season. Then I'll hand you back over to Jar in case he has any questions about how yeah. what your plan is for for this season. But um, yeah, do uh, what was your approach to transfers that year? Were you aggressive in making early moves in the you know early in the game week to build value, or did you kind of make your moves later on and like just before deadline? What what was your kind of approach, and was that the same last year? or Did it change? Um, I think I was
2: probably making them at the start of the season in eighteen nineteen, like kind of towards the Friday job, and the time that I mentioned when I brought in Trent in game week nine was international break and i brought him in like the sunday at the start of the international break like on my notes i'm like king that was stupid because i should have brought him in like four weeks later let alone yeah. four days later
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know um but as the season went on, i left later and later um like i was even sure my free hit team was the free hit team i wanted to conform 'cause I left it so late. Do you know the deadline eleven thirty. I confirmed that's 59 or something So that like you no know, that was even so my sub part or something. But I was willing to leave it that day. And yeah. I did that again this year and it came back backfire. Especially post lack. But I think my head was I was more confident in myself. Do you know like the more the, the higher up ranks were the more you're confident in yourself you're willing trust run but uh, yeah. do you know as in like I'm at this season as I probably learned more from this season than I did from the previous season like what did i run do you know like what can I do better yeah. and it, look at retrospect right just exactly what I can do better yeah. yeah,
1: that's why Why it's interesting to have you on because it's hard to learn lessons from the season you did really well because everything you turn, touch, turned to goals you know what, yeah. what can you learn from that? Just do everything, uh, whereas having had you know a, co- a comparatively bad season, well, it wasn't even a, a terrible season, but just a comparatively bad season. Yeah. Following year means well, I just felt like your brain was ripe for picking this year, which is why we wanted to get you on here. Yeah. But the look, uh, you, you sound like a, an advocate for uh, transfers later in the deadline, closer to the actual deadline itself, uh, and I always found that interesting. What what people's approach was to that and it obviously brought you success so yeah look thanks for sharing those tips from that year like Jar, you did want to like I, we've been running a small bit long here so i know you want to touch on his current draft as well i you? knew
0: this would happen as well it's basically like we're, we're hitting the 45 minute mark here and i honestly feel like i could chat away for 60 to to 90 more minutes without even thinking about it which is like how the fuck is 45 minutes gone but I do want to hit on, on the current drafts before we wrap this all up and I've got your draft there up, and, up on the screen uh, for the audio listeners you'll have to just use Keen's silky voice to imagine where this is going but um, talk us through your 2021 kind of approach here I mean I can see for example for a start you're going all out on spurs you get three spurs in your team
2: Do I have three spurs in my team?
0: Uh, Yeah, you've got Doherty, Son, and Mitrovic. Or, fuck, Mitrovic, as I... <laughs> this is what happened... <laughs> <laughs> What's you've got Mitrovic. the uh, Six million spurs. This is what happened before we started recording. Someone showed me three spurs, and right there, I thought, oh, I've spotted something I didn't spot before we recorded. No, you have two spurs in your team. So I'll take all that back and just talk me through fucking your your thoughts for
2: 2020-2021. Yeah, so, like, I suppose I'm set up with uh, I suppose... uh a uh, three five two longer term. Um as things stand. You no know, that's something to change prior to the deadline. Uh, my goalkeeper situation is I'm set up the West Brom double up actually with uh Johnson and Button. Yeah. No uh look it's cheap. It's eight point five between them. Um I was looking at uh, Ted talks FPL and he's predicting that West Brom would have something like eight point five clean sheets over the course of the season which is like one clean sheet less than McCarthy would get well, Southampton I should say and
0: um, that's two That's what? like two episodes now in season three that we've uh, promoted TED Talks, FPL.com first one I was just trying to justify stealing his decent fixture list right now Kian I'm actually a little ashamed of you that you've brought this right up
2: I'm so sorry,
1: but he <laughs> does have lovely grass.
0: They have lovely the grass? Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they all have lovely grass.
1: Okay, so yeah, the 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 expect the expected kind of goals or uh, clean sheets over the season is is actually not too much between them. So you're thinking happy to go with West Brom. Yeah, but it's well with West Brom. Like your team, like they're probably
2: going to concede more shots, which means he's going to make. He's going to probably concede a handful more, but he's going to rack up the save points too, and. Yeah. Um, his penalty record is pretty St. Well Johnson envisioned. is known as a, yeah, a penalty saving hero like there's a five he saved one season and the season just only saved one as well so even if you save two like you're looking at okay five points for the save he's going to be in good position for three bonus points in that game as well do you, um, yeah interesting it
0: is interesting do you play football yourself Cian?
2: I'm in early retirement looking to go back into it eventually. Like, I was just wondering if you're a goalkeeper
0: by any chance. I was wondering if you're a goalkeeper by any chance.
2: No, I'm not
0: I think the West Brom... I mean, you're making me second-guess. Like, I went with Ryan, but I did a, 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 a silly thumbnail there in preparation for this season that I never used, and I used Johnston, and that made me read up about him. and like He's penalty saves, and I think he's played every single game since... The start 2018 19, or at least every single league game, so he's pretty fucking nailed on. And I have button already, so it might be easier. But looking at the rest of your team, you're going with Greenwood on the bench. His frolics in Iceland aren't scaring you off, no?
2: Um, it just scared me off, right But uh, I don't, I like, I'm not ready to commit just yet. I, I'm is he. supposed to maybe hoping, for... <laughs> um, no comment. Uh, I suppose I'm waiting on uh the Ali's uh, press conference it will come out there maybe Thursday or Friday. 4.5 forward, uh, no. Keen. No, no, it won't. It won't come out. It won't, it come, won't out. come out. It'll be it'll be absolute lies.
0: But you've also got a 4.5 striker there, Davis. We share that in common. And I've actually felt kind of, like, I was making a, a bit of a mistake. Maybe I was overlooking the striker options, especially last week, looking at Seamus' team. But seeing you with a similar, like, you've sacrificed a 4.5. Now, is there a particular reason why you think it's in the forward line you're going with that? Like, why you just, you don't feel you need three forwards?
2: I think it was the case of looking at the midfielders prior to Greenwood's alleged misdemeanors that the the midfield, <laughs> like, with, with a five-man in there, uh, looked fairly solid. Now, since they've come out, I'm getting kind of the heebie-jeebies, and I'm wondering will I switch to a 3-4-3, and kind of, was covid proves the team that's
0: what i did like pretty much yesterday and i felt i was actually happy to do it i said it to seamus as uh, as soon as i heard the news i was like this makes it a little bit easier for me because i had greenwood on the bench and the rest of my team is kind of dogshite." and i was like i don't have to make a transfer in game week two and i've got crystal palace and i'll probably go son to fernandez that'll give me you know two big united players coming into it but when he when I heard that instantly, I was like, Nope, fuck it, Greenwood, I was wrong, I was being silly, he's gone out of my team, and you're saying like no, that's not the case for you.
2: It's not the case for me yet. Uh, I'm gonna give myself another couple of days to think over it. Like if look kinda of suppose, looking at my my draft as a whole, like like Trent and Darty I suppose, are supposed to kinda of sit and forget options at at their price points. Like Vanagre, if he were to stay, no. There's nothing to say he's going to stay at the moment. The way things are it's looking come out again. That apparently, they uh, can't afford him. But, but then are you again that they might just take him on a season-long loan? Why would it? you
0: loan out a left back when your first-team left back is, uh, you know, injured?
2: Yeah, but uh, there's signing to... Move it left back no, in your direction.
0: You're wrong, and you uh, no. have a vicious temper. But moving on to, <laughs> to uh, your captain, you've got the C set on a Bamyang. Um, is that nailed? Yeah. You've got Salah there too.
2: Um, if if Salah's there, it's not nailed. If Salah's to move on, it is nailed. Um, if Aubameyang. who's to move on? If Salah's to move on.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah what that. the fuck are you
0: talking about? Um, I'm. Seamus is I disgusted I looking. I actually
1: think I saw him getting I'm sick a little bit. I'm just disgusted he hasn't that. got money. All the cool kids have money. <laughs> I should have. I should have Mane a salad and Salah, shouldn't I?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, like, if you look at uh, Salah's fixtures from um, gaming two to five, he's got three away games. He scored four away goals last season. No, I know he can score goals because he scored one in five last year. But they're, they're away against Chelsea and Everton. Like, Chelsea and a dark match. His home game against Arsenal have improved in defence. And the other, uh, Villa uh, improved in defence towards lockdown. So, like, do we really want to keep Salah just for the Leeds game if I'm not going to
0: cap that's a good point I get you when you said move on I thought you meant transferred out of Liverpool I was like are you smoking crack Ken? No, no
2: no he's gone nowhere he's gone nowhere but no that's a that's an, an interesting on. point
0: uh, in regards to Salah like he does have a shit ton of tough away games but if he's like if he stays in your team are you still a Bamiang over Salah for game week one uh, um, I'd
2: probably move Salah with to game week two so I would probably captain him out of obligation <laughs> in game. I want to go to Bamian. That's, that's 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 the way around to saying I want to go to It It
0: sounds very much like I, you want to go to Bamian. You're just yeah. making excuses to yeah. Captain Salah at this stage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to have him back again. I'll probably have him again. That's
0: fair enough. Looking at other aspects of the, the, the season that's about to smash us in the face... Are there any golden rules, like you've touched on it now a bit, but for anyone listening to the pod that might be new to FBL or that, you know, uh, isn't too familiar with the game, like, are there any golden rules that you have that, whether it's this season or since the dawn of time, that you just apply?
2: Um, I think it's okay. case of, for me, is that, like, I want to go with the decision I'll be happy to get wrong. I get you. Not the decision I'm happy to get right. Like it, like I could say oh, I want a captain. I don't know Ruben Venagre next week, and he scores a hat trick from left back. I'm delighted, but instead, it's more likely that he'll concede two and get yellow cards. <laughs> so like, yeah, do you know, I get you,
0: man.
2: So like, I'm I'm happier to go with Salah as the captain, and for him to get a two pointer than for Venagre to score a hat trick as my captain, like. You, you you gotta play the odds. Yeah,
0: 100 percent I think that's that's fair.
2: Uh, uh like that's if you want to boost your rank. Look, if you wanna have fun playing the game, it's all well and good like. But you gotta play the odds longer term. Uh well like once or twice a season you can have the punt. But like the other 36, you you've you gotta Are play there the any end.
0: golden rules like you'll never break? And never
2: um, break I will never be the keeper. you never for example. Won premium goalkeeper oh,
0: fair enough
2: that's interesting yeah yeah I, I like the value in there in comparison to the, the cheaper goalkeepers they make less saves um no I might touch a 5 million but that's not premium that's that's, that's mid price but uh I think 4.5 is the way to go um
0: yeah I got w- I know, that's what it's about people yeah would, would you captain a defender um You've got Darty and Alexander. I can't
1: say nothing. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> so did Seamus, so he can't fucking say anything. Yeah. You I didn't guys, captain him. Oh. As far as this show was concerned. Oh, I did. You... I did, Yeah, but I did. Yeah, oh, I, did. yeah. I, did. I did. I didn't trip you a didn't Captain. You didn't trip a Captain. Uh, that was big fucking decision. But I
1: also didn't. I didn't go triple. Defense. Some people went triple defense and captain him, and I was like, okay, that's that's too much balls I went on the line. triple
0: defense, <laughs> but didn't captain any of them. Yeah, you 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 captain him and went double defense. I remember because I thought,
1: yeah, I'd Ryan, I think with him.
0: No, that's that's uh, that's fantastic shit.
1: We all got caught in that one. (laughs) I think in those two or three occasions
2: since I've met people from Brighton in West Kerry, and I burnt the air off
0: (laughs) over and
2: I end up like he's useless, he's this and he's that. Do you want to press? Well, there'll
0: be probably a little bit more. Indifferent now that he's gone to play his trade in, in Celtic for the, the upcoming season. And I hope he does well. But... Say that again?
2: Pastures, Pastures new. Pastures
0: new. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, before we wrap this shit up, I got one question. And I think we kind of touched on it already, but I want to expand on it a little bit more. It's why do you keep playing FPL? Why do you keep coming back? Is it... The competition is it the community is it your innate fucking ability at knocking them out of the park? What is it?
2: Um, a lot of it actually is the community thing. Um, like when I first joined Twitter, I had no intention of ever actually interacting with anyone. Um, it was just a matter of like trying to tidy up my personal account, and then before I knew it, I was a member of a group chat, and now like I've talked to fellas and that more than I do to my own group of friends. Yeah. Like, even I heard there were um, cunts. Um, goals, goals, Sorry, yeah, goals. Yeah, come on, this is a limit term, isn't it? it is
0: <laughs>
2: Um, term of endearment. Yeah, that is it, exactly. Um, no, like, like I love just the even, even, even big Twitter. Like, I've good enough time for that. But like the the group of lads you get to know really closely, like through the, uh, common bonds over FPL, it, it, it's huge. Like, um, sort like. I wouldn't be here if wasn't for that particular community, um, having the chance to see, and like yeah, I, I enjoy the competition each year, and like I love you know learning about football. And Do you think that stupid Do you think thing? That stupid but things the like competition has,
0: the four shots the has meant less <laughs> like, uh, as the community is growing for you personally do you think like the competition like you mentioned the the, the start of it that it was like maybe a bit more difficult to take a, a, an, a an average season or an average game week but as it's gone on the fact that the community is growing constantly has that made it like the your overall rank or your or your, your stats that a little bit less significant and you know it's kind of still about to crack regardless
2: yeah no i'd like to agree with you on that one um like but then it's hard as well like okay I'm saying it's hard is wrong tom like there's so many fellas out there that have fantastic ranks and you're like oh i was there once <laughs> do you know, like why is he doing well now why can't he do well like do you know there there is that little bit of um what's that What's the word think, I'm trying like, to look for? Fra- sh- envy? Shard- envy, envy Yeah, yeah. there there is a little bit of envy like saying, Do you know, how come you're able to do that now and like what have I done wrong? Do you know? And you're kinda of putting a lot of pressure on yourself that way. But um, at the same time then like you're having the laughs and the jokes with, with these same fellas, like don't so, make so it does kinda I'm in long way yeah, I'm with, yeah. you, a little bit. I'm with you a
0: little bit I think the community makes it a little bit easier especially because of how much it's fucking expanded at this, but I feel like we've picked your brains quite a bit and, and I'm done interrogating for a little while Keen. Seamus, have you got anything you might want to wrap up with or are you, are you good? What's the story?
1: Um, no, no, nothing jumping off my head, but I would echo his sentiments to what he said is that the, the FBL Twitter community is uh, has been great. I'm actually probably chatting in like private group chats and stuff like that, and in DMs on Twitter, than I actually am in big Twitter, as we call it. Um, you know, over the last two years, met a lot of good uh, personalities there, and just people you kind of learn to recognise, I like, appreciate their input more than the general Twitter noise out there and the uh, the outrage and the uh, everything that goes with it. You know, you? you know, don't want to mention the wrong How thing in you? there, but uh, yeah, and I, as I said, like we all want to talk. F- shite about football in the pub when we're, or you know, when we're chatting to people. But how many times have you all been stuck next to somebody who reckons they know what they're talking about football but actually doesn't? Whereas on Twitter you can talk to people that you know, yeah, I've spoken to this guy enough. I know he knows his stuff. And you can actually listen and pick up that gem about which Brighton player you actually should yeah, look at. You're
0: you spot know? on, Seamus, you're spot on. And there is more than Twitter out there. I, I know we none of us I can't speak for Keane, but myself and Seamus can't really uh you know contest too much but there's like fpl reddit and even like Mm -hmm. websites like the scout and and etc that they all have their own little communities out there and it is fantastic to see it constantly expanding and growing i'm a little bit worried about overall competitors this season but that's something for another fucking podcast uh yeah no i think that about wraps it up if you want to check us out, you can hear us on all of the audio platforms. If you're watching this on YouTube, even if you're not watching this on YouTube, just please go on. Give us a like, give us a subscribe. Just do something. Even if you don't like this shit, just do it. But I, su- I assume if you're here by, by now, you're probably probably okay with it. Um, yeah, I want to wish you all the best in game week one. Seamus, you're going to want to say goodbye to everyone.
1: Yeah. Uh, have a good game week, guys. Hope it's worse than mine
0: <laughs> fair enough Keen, I want to thank yeah. you for com- just, being just being honest I want to thank you for coming on the show as I said first ever guest I've had a fucking ball I'm looking at the time here and I'm just thinking man I wish there was another 30 minutes I've had a, a real fucking uh, a real blast and yeah thanks for coming on man
2: no lads thanks a million uh, I was delighted to talk to you and uh, I suppose Good luck with the season, isn't yeah, it?
0: It is its good luck to you, Keen. Good luck to you, Seamus, and God bless. <laughs>